0: Hey everybody, I'm Matt Hill.
1: I'm Sarah Phillips. Jen McIntyre-Morris.
0: Well, we are here today in amazing Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was lucky enough to come up here to deliver a fire suppression unit to uh, one of our customers next year out at a Seneca Frac location. I've been up there all week long and training and doing demos, so got a little bit of free time and wanted to come down here and grab these two. Surprised them both. They did not know I was going to set this gear up. That's <laughs> I figured they were used to uh, being in the limelight. Uh, the reason I followed you in the first place, Jennifer, is because she always uses social media for positive um, messages about our industry. She makes sure that all the groups up here you know, get their events and uh, all their uh, meetings out to everybody. And so it's just it's very inspiring what you do. I appreciate, I appreciate you very much. And then Sarah, uh, Cody Conover with uh, Knight Energy Services. Told me, I don't know how, how long you've been employed now. Within over my, a year. Over a year. So a year and a half ago, he sent me a note saying, "Hey, put the word out all over the Northeast that we're looking for a unicorn uh, <laughs> to uh, come to Night Energy Services." So we made sure that every single person up here was looking out, and we grabbed you. Mm-hmm. I think we—I I was trying to steal her too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can use you both, really. <laughs> But uh, anyway, thanks for uh, being on here today. Uh, Jennifer told me to come here. Where are we at, Jennifer?
1: We are at Crazy Horse Coffee. Um, This place is owned by a chap named James Bendel. Um, He comes from our industry. Um, But this particular place, uh, he is a veteran. He's a service uh, veteran. His uniform is actually hanging out there. I saw that. yeah. that's cool. I did see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, he is super active with both our industry as well as charity. So he's set up two charities of his own. He does um, a car show here, a lot of Sundays um, in the summertime, raising a lot of funds for various different charities. Um, he's also been one of the 50 under 50 in Pittsburgh. Um, he's definitely an entrepreneur. You need to meet him. He's my neighbor. I know him. Oh, okay. And we have like neighborly. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. Next time I'm up here, I'm coming back to Crazy Horse Coffee <laughs> and I'm going to get uh, this delicious black brew here and uh, get him on tape and tell me all about his business.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This coffee is very delicious.
0: Yeah. What'd you get? You didn't get too crazy.
2: I got a decaf with almond milk and sugar-free vanilla
1: flavor. Yeah. I'm black coffee too. I'm
0: super basic. I just like black coffee. Me too. Yeah, at least if I'm coming to the place the first time, I want to be able to go, okay, how good is just your... Black coffee. Yeah. They did great. It, it's going to get me through the day. So I woke up this morning at three 30 up that, uh, St. Mary ish, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we're about three miles or I'm sorry, about three hours north of Pittsburgh where we deliver this equipment. So my very last training was at five o'clock this morning to the guy. So I thought I was going to stay in Pittsburgh last night, but instead uh, I had one more training round. So I was up there this morning and then I got to drive through uh, snow and ice uh, down here as fast as I could to make sure it's I got to meet you. There, beautiful, yeah, it is gorgeous. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. Uh, Emporia, Emporium. Yeah, I got to stay at Emporium last night. in A quaint little motel with a delicious little restaurant. So I was very impressed. It's been like ten years since I've been up here. Uh, I worked for HB Rental and we started Yard, you know, near State College, and I was up here, you know, a good part of a year going back and forth. So, so you
1: were up north ten years ago too. Yeah. So the difference of up north ten years ago and now is yeah. Well, it was wild up there. Yeah. It was like the Wild West in Williamsport.
0: I wrestled a bear.
1: Yeah. No yeah. It was wild. <laughs> it, it, it was just wild. Now the
0: bears respect them on gas workers.
1: Really it did. Then, like the infrastructure it did. couldn't support it. It did. And you have to imagine it, it was like a it was like a, a boom. I mean, it was like an oil boom up there mm. for these small communities. You had hundreds of guys flooding to the area. I mean, to this day, yeah. I still refer to like certain hotels. You mean the Halliburton Hotel? People are like, what do you I mean? I'm like, I don't know what it's called. It's the that hotel. It's just red, mm. red and white outside, right? Nice. It was huge up yeah. there, huge.
0: The um, the consensus back then was they. I I wasn't sure they loved us here yet. You know, I think now everybody's you know very. Appreciative of oil and gas. I think our message has been better education wise on energy. So, you know, slowly you know, with people like you two, you know, leaders in our industry up here, you know, the word's out like, hey, we need oil and gas. We need the workers. It's a great career for, you know, people to get into. And you're going to make, you know, good money. And, and I don't know, I, I think I think be good stewards of our resources. So,
1: mm-hmm. you know, it definitely filled a void in the area because we were stealing coal. And when that kind of tanked, that's what boys did. Their grandpaps did it. Their dads did it. And that's what they were going to do, right? And then we didn't have that anymore. So it definitely filled that void. But I would say that understanding of our industry didn't happen until the downturn. So people didn't realize what they had until it was gone, so to speak. So like all this money poured in. They did all of this new roads and new schools and everything. And everybody still played around with hating the industry. And then when it was gone, they were like,
2: oh Oh, shoot what do we
1: do now we do yeah exactly oh we need it back so yeah downturns serve their purposes for various different reasons right
0: i hope we recruit more people from up here into the industry because if you're from oklahoma you're used to flat (laughs) and the roads are flat and they don't curve there's no curves on our roads okay they're all squares and square miles and you can get to places by those squares here on the other hand that was a lot of twists and turns on little narrow roads with people that don't care about speed at all. I'm very impressed by all the drivers up here. Yeah. They could easily go and be race car drivers anywhere
2: in the world. Yeah. I grew up in West Terrifying. Virginia and I didn't realize that the majority of the country was flat. Yeah. You know, like, and we always get <laughs> <did professions> <laughs> by landmarks. And then I went, I, when I moved to North Dakota, everyone was like, oh, five miles east and three miles west. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, is it close to a gas station? Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. When you look at your maps on your GPS up here in West Virginia and the road disappears multiple times off your screen and you can't see. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're in West Virginia. Then, right?
2: <laughs> right. I just like the, this dirt road with a gazillion
1: <laughs> potholes and your truck gets messed
2: up. Yeah. I
0: think the road we were on was called the eight mile hollow. You know, and when, when we were driving up here, one of the guys I was with was like, what's a hollow? I was like, you got me. I think it's just like a, a big valley without trees. Yeah. Right. Was there we go. I was pretty close. It was hollow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is what it is. Like
0: my brain felt after you know four days without sleep up here. But hey, I'm, I'm at least uh, you guys get me recharged before I hit the road back to Oklahoma. Um, Jennifer, tell me all the things that are going on with you. Uh, I you know every day I try to follow you on uh, LinkedIn. So what businesses are you repping right now, and uh, what events are coming up?
1: So currently I am vice president of RLI Solutions, which is a pipeline and civil construction company. I have NMW LLC, which is my WBE registered um, consulting company, oil food consulting company, um, sitting on multiple boards. So I am the uh, director of marketing for Women's Energy Network Pittsburgh chapter. I hold a chair position for that same organization down in West Virginia. I do the social media marketing for American association of drilling engineers and the social media chair position for Appalachian Pipeliners association as well.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Coming up, we have the- I
0: bet she's pretty happy to grab you Sarah and like start throwing you into committees.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a chair. I don't have very much going on at all, but I'm a chair for the women's energy network for public relations, but I love being out with Jennifer because she's just a machine.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. We have
2: fun together. Yeah.
0: Well, I think I think your guys' uh, presence in our industry is uh, very helpful. You know, I mean. Equality, you know, and all the, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I've never, you know, I grew up with amazing mom and sisters, so I did never, you know, I actually thought they were smarter and stronger than us anyway. So I didn't have any of those issues. But, you know, in our industry, you know, at, at times in the past, we've had, you know, issues with that. But now more and more, uh, hopefully we'll recruit, you know, women into our industry just as much as men, get them into positions of uh, leadership. You know, it really, I, I just, it, it makes the industry a better place.
1: I agree. We have a different way of looking at things. Right. And it's not necessarily bad or good. It's just different. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's definitely needed for sure.
0: Uh, every, I mean, the, 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 the older I get, I guess, the, and the wiser I get, the more minds that are in our industry from every walk of life, just, you know, always in, I don't know, infuses it with better, you know, ideas.
2: I agree. Innovation. Okay. It's not only that, but women really, I feel like a lot of women, and correct me if you think that it's not the same way, but we feel like we have something to prove because we have so many forces against us, you know? But then there are companies like Schlumberger, probably one of the reasons why I got hired was because I was a girl, you know, because they're really trying to push for females in the industry. And that's growing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: we actually have a luncheon planned for March with the Appalachian Pipeliners Association and the Constitution concentration is, first of all, um, introducing women-owned companies in the oil field. So we're going to have a lot of women-owned reps from women-owned companies in the oil field there. And then our speakers are representatives from operators who are in charge of the diversification programs for those operators. So CNX has a set-aside program specifically for that, interior Terra are touring with the idea of setting up a formal program. Olympus have a program for that. I mean, EQT, EQT. They, they have all already recognized the the benefits of making sure that those mines are included in their processes.
0: I always like to give people homework that watch my episodes. You know, for a long time, I wanted to know how many active producing wells are in the United States. Now I've got a pretty good number. It's about a million. We finally found that number. A good friend of mine, Michael Dunn. So there's some homework for you next time uh, somebody can find out for me how many women are in oil and gas in our industry, you know, rough number, of course. And then how many companies are either owned by women or their, you know, their main leadership is, you know, women. That'd be interesting to find out.
1: Yeah, it would. Yeah.
0: It Just would. to see what, what the numbers are. I don't know if we know. I don't know if anybody knows right now, but we can do a survey right now. Um. So, Sarah, what are you repping right now? Night, night energy, energy services.
2: services
0: yeah thank God. <laughs> same with you yeah so what so what all sarah is kicking my butt at night energy services I, i've been a little bit busy with night fire and uh sarah has all of her equipment out just about up here in the northeast
2: mm-hmm. yeah all of it's
0: out right now and there we go so if our leadership at a night uh, energy services is watching this uh, buy some more stuff. Give it to Sarah. She'll yeah. get that. <laughs>
2: okay, good, Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. He did just give me a bunch of national accounts, though. So that's super exciting after only being in sales for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Will Would you be traveling more?
0: Fly to Oklahoma, man. Um,
2: if necessary. That's not on the agenda right now. but
1: I love Oklahoma. So my first time in Oklahoma, I went down and uh, there was a gentleman named Kobe who worked for Gulfport. Um, I was supposed to have someone from Gulfport up here. Go down with me. And I was already in Oklahoma and he called me and he's like, the shit's hit the van. I can't come. So I'm in Oklahoma. I know nobody in a hotel room. And I'm like, I'm just gonna go to the Gulfport office and see if I go. can pick up.
0: Back when they actually let you in and walk around the hall, yeah, yeah, exactly. good So days.
1: Kobe's there. I'm like, um, I was supposed to be here with somebody else, but now I'm here by myself for two days. And he's like, Come in my truck. So he drove me around their entire asset structure. We spent about eight hours. Um, he showed me everything historically that they did, all of the processes that were different, how they dealt with like their water down there, which is totally different than up here. And their um, drilling fluids, um, you know, spreading it on cow pastures and things like that. It was just really cool. And I saw my first roadrunner. I'm like, Oh my God, what is yeah. that? And he's tiny. He's like, did you honestly expect get, to get like bigger. nine foot tall, Jen? I'm they, like, they yeah, do get yeah bigger. I, I actually did. He's <laughs> <a piece laughs> the size of a coyote <laughs> did, did, <laughs> did
0: you see any jackalope fire there?
1: No. No, no, it's
2: no. Too bad. <laughs> that's the cool thing about you so your day was canceled and you still went out and you still took the initiative and oh, yeah. Ben then really had a and I still great guys. Yeah, so
1: that was like mm-hmm. seven years ago and i still talk to him. so yeah yeah i don't think most people would do that yeah i'm not gonna sit in a hotel room yeah, yeah. no i'm gonna go out and I'm meet go people it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gas. Like we
0: want to get to know each other i you know we we oftentimes talk about how you know, like we're in middle school and we all get recesses and we all go out to the playground and we hang out with each other day after day after day. You cannot wait to get up in the morning and put your clothes on and get to school to go hang out with your friends, same friends over and over and over and over. Day after day, it's the same thing. But I found an industry that I have that same feeling like, oh, all right, I to get to go see my friends again on the playground today. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's a really
1: good perspective. And sometimes yeah. you fight. Yeah. Sometimes you make up. Yeah. Then you make up. Yeah.
0: And make up. yeah. yeah me uh, and some guys have spread, spread a little gravel every now and then, right? You got to <laughs> yeah. spread a little gravel with your boys every now and, yeah. and then. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, see who's the toughest guy on the block.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not the toughest anymore. So somebody else take Any that one title. One yeah. Used to be. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You don't strike me as tough. You're very Dublin. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna edit that part out. <laughs> I'm gonna voice I'm that over and go, doing. You seem like the toughest guy in the room. Oh
2: yeah, definitely. <laughs> very much he's muff.
0: What's your hey, so I, I didn't get to meet him this trip, but I can't wait. So what's your husband uh doing right now? What's he what who's he working for?
2: He works for Summit Sales and Equipment okay. and they, they run not a bunch of stuff for like fracking, like valves, they do pipe inspection, but right now so his main project right now is a cryptocurrency project. Yes,
0: crypto in the oil it's field. It's
2: called SokuSwap. And you did an episode actually where you went out and um, saw them mining, yeah, right? Pretty on a, cool. Like, on a well site. So they're planning on doing that right now. But there's like incredibly, like my reality in life has completely shifted. I Crazy things are happening. That's good. Yeah.
0: Get rich, sir. I'm gonna, I hope you buy a yacht and you take Jennifer and I out on it. We'll have a great time. Oh, Mediterranean.
2: That'd be cool. I can
0: try Who to get a tan. I've been covered up in FRs for a week, so I'm, I need a tan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to
1: get it in western Pennsylvania. <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't know. There'll be a sunny day every now and then up here.
1: You have to spray tan.
0: Well, I, I really appreciate you guys uh, doing this with me. Uh, thank you so much to Crazy Horse Coffee. That's something... Why are all the people growing... I mean, this is off in the weeds, but... We, we need to stop growing weed everywhere and they need to start growing they need to concentrate on coffee beans right here it says support your local caffeine dealers i'd rather have a caffeine dealer than a weed dealer any day of the week
2: and it's way more popular in oklahoma right
0: there's a dispensary on every oh, yeah. single corner it's, it's, it's a saturated
2: market Yeah, saturated, <laughs> yeah. smoky <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> can't even breathe through that fog but yeah this is fantastic I, i'm I'm more of a fan of whiskey and, and caffeine. Oh yeah, <laughs> these are my drugs. You right put it here.
2: together. She just threw a shot in there.
0: Yeah. Well, how do people uh, get a hold of you guys that are watching this? Uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, your email addresses. I want people to make sure to reach out to you and uh, support you in your efforts. Jennifer, Appreciate go ahead. It.
1: So all of my information is on LinkedIn. I am an open book. My telephone number is on there. My email address is on there, and everybody can reach out to me at any time.
2: There you go. Yeah, I don't have my telephone number on there. Yeah, I wouldn't. But
1: everything else. Listen, <laughs> you call one person up here, and you're gonna be able to get my number. Yeah, that's true. So it might as well be. Well, maybe I should change that.
0: Yeah. I have got a funny story. I got to share one more second. The uh, so yesterday, a little bit, a little bit sleepy headed. had not got my delicious Pennsylvania coffee yet. And I go to a parking lot because I see a food truck in there. And I also need some um, some. What do they call them up here? Long John's and, you know, some underwear that's uh, long handles to keep me warm up there. So um, I walk up to him. I go, what do you got on the menu, food truck guy? And it's called Honkies. So everybody out there watching, I need your help to find this guy because I talked to him for a minute and said, hey, I want one of your sandwiches. And, of course, up here you have to have uh, the steak and the cheese and the peppers and the onions and the mushrooms in a sandwich to make your trip complete. I go in, get my uh, underoos, come back out and he's like hey come on in here and look around while I'm making your sandwich so we start talking we're probably in there talking for 30 minutes I got plenty of time before I have to be up the mountain and then I left with my sandwich I'm eating it on the way up there like that is delicious thank you Mr. Steve Honky and I realized that I didn't pay him <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so this morning I drove past Eric, hoping to find him in his food truck when there. So if anybody watches this yeah. and knows that Steve Honky got like, go give him twenty dollars and then uh, hit me up with your Venmo and I'll pay you back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but he was very i mean so nice maybe he was maybe he meant to give me the sandwich for free i don't know
2: <laughs> probably yeah clear your
0: conscience that or he just like oh that poor oklahoma kid know.
2: <laughs> yeah. well, that's
0: it that's what we do everybody we'll see you next time uh take care god bless you thank you all appreciate you Yeah.
1: thank you boom
0: so glad you. to meet you here let's, let you, let's shake hands you know you shake hands. Yeah. okay i'm, a Bye. Hugger.
1: I'm
2: not,
0: Bye. I'm not giving amazing. hugs on here no? No. No,
2: because you're tough.
0: You know what I am going to do? If anybody's watching this, I'm going to rip my little cool, company.